It's the More Than Medicine Podcast with Dr. Chung. Welcome to episode number five of the More Than Medicine Podcast. My name's Tian, I'm a GP based in Melbourne, and I'm bringing you today's episode, which is on the topic of motivation. Motivation is the fourth component of the N-triple-M method to a good, healthy life uh, that I outlined in episode number one. Motivation really means the reason behind your behaviors. And before I expand into it a little bit more, I'd just like to give a quick disclaimer that all of the information provided in this podcast is my own opinion and that if you are to make any changes, you should consult your own doctor because everyone's situation is unique. Now, to recap the other components of the more than medicine philosophy, we're going to start with an overview of the four letters, which is N, M, M, M. And the first component, which is nutrition. Nutrition involves the things that you eat and drink throughout the day. But more importantly, it's the psychology or the uh, reasons behind why you choose what you eat and drink. And we discussed a few simple things such as getting rid of soft drinks, uh, trying to make life easy for yourself by making it harder to pick the things that you know aren't good for you. So avoiding that aisle at the supermarket. This is followed by the first M, which is movement. And movement entails formal exercise, but also other forms of mindful movement, which is being more aware of the way you move your body throughout the day. And then the emphasis on making sure that the types of things you do are simple and enjoyable because it's about daily habits as opposed to one-off things that you're doing here and there. The second M stands for mindset. Mindset is the way that you look at the world and your situation. We discussed how different people can see the same situation very differently. And I discussed a few techniques on how to improve that. And finally, the third M, today's topic, motivation, which is the underlying reason behind all of your thoughts and behaviors. I'm going to try to provide a better understanding of what is actually motivating you and how to make changes if you feel like you do need to, to allow these motivations to work better for you rather than against you. I like to look at behaviors or motivations as big motivations and small motivations, or what I'll call micro and macro motivations. So the micro motivations are the very short term motivations. Uh, Let's say that you're feeling a bit bored and perhaps a little bit hungry, and you will then develop a craving for food which will then inevitably lead you to look in your fridge and eventually have you sitting on the couch eating some ice cream or whatever else you've got in your fridge. Another example could be that you have a busy work day and you come home and you feel stressed and you have a need to relax. So at the time you go towards something that's helped you in the past. That could be uh, opening a can of beer or having a cigarette. Now, there's nothing inherently wrong with these particular situations. Uh, 
The issue is more about our lack of awareness as to why certain people behave in certain ways. If you look at the other side, which is the macro motivation, this is something like training for a marathon. So if you're motivated to do a task like this, it's going to entail you doing other activities over the course of a prolonged period of time. So that could be getting up early to go for a run or having a specific diet that you follow throughout the training regime. Another more common activity that has a macro element to it is something as simple as going to work. So while there are many reasons that we go to work and, you know, partake in the economy, one of the most important ones is that it allows us to have a living and provides us with money. And the big reason behind this often is that it also allows people to support their family and the people that they love and care about. Without that macro motivation, it'd be quite hard to motivate a lot of people to go and do the job that they do Monday to Friday or whatever their shifts entail. One thing that you might start to notice is that people who tend to take a more macro or longer term point of view with regards to their motivations have a higher likelihood of outcomes that are good for their general health. Whereas people who are looking more at the micro and are only being motivated by things from moment to moment tend to fall prey to habits or behaviors that aren't good for them in the longer run. So one of the ways that we can improve the quality of our health and as a consequence our life is to try to move more from a micro mindset to a macro mindset, from a small to big view of things. The other thing that really makes a big difference with regards to motivation is looking at the reason for your motivation as it relates to either yourself or others. And by that I mean that it can be very helpful to have your motivation involve someone other than yourself. A good example of this is that I find it very difficult for some patients to remember to take their daily blood pressure medication every day or their uh, medication that helps them with anxiety. However, as soon as their dog gets sick, they are a very, very good nurse to their doctor and their dog, sorry, and able to give their dog their medication on the hour as needed regularly. And what this says is that in one way, humans are inclined to be better at looking after other people than themselves. And so the way to use this for yourself is to take that motivation and encompass it including people that you care about outside of yourself. An example of this is a gentleman that I looked after a few years ago. He was a 40-year-old or thereabouts gentleman who had a history of type 2 diabetes. He was a smoker. He was quite overweight. He worked a very busy job 
and never really had time to look after himself as he was trying to chase the next promotion and uh, was looking after his family as well, obviously, with, with his profession. He then suffered quite a large heart attack, which thankfully was promptly treated without too many complications afterwards. And this was a real eye-opener for him um, to look at what his motivation or priorities were in his life. In fact, it motivated him so much that he really changed his lifestyle and was inspired to get fit. One of the things that he was very focused on was training for a half marathon race. This is from someone who probably hadn't walked more than a kilometer or two in one, one go at any point prior. And as part of this race, he also was raising money for the National Heart Foundation. And a big part of this race was seeing the faces of his children and, and his wife at the finish line. Uh, who he could see were so proud of his changes and, and the improvements in his health. And this is what got him through some of the more challenging periods of his training regime. He'd be getting up early before work and sometimes uh, saying no to some really enjoyable dinner reservations or uh, invitations that were provided to him through his work. But because he had a motivation that was both large or macro and involve people outside of himself it gave him the ability to work through that and, and come out on the other side a much healthier and happier person so now it's your turn to try to apply some of the information from this podcast i'd like you to choose one behavior that you'd like to change and to keep things simple we're going to choose one particular behavior that you'd like to stop. So a bad habit that's been bothering you for quite a while. An example could be something like wanting to cut down or stop how much smoking you do. Or you drink too many coffees and you'd like to cut that down as well. Try and pick something that's quite simple and concrete. And then once you've decided that, let's move on to the next step. So the next step is looking at what the micro motivations are that are underlying the persistence of this habit. What is it that's driving you to fall back onto this habit even though you know that it's probably not good for you in the long run? So an example with the smoking could be that a micro motivation is feeling stressed. So every time that you feel stressed, you will have a craving to go outside and light up a cigarette. Now that's very useful information on its own accord. Because now, rather than mindlessly going outside and before you know it, realizing that you've gone through half a cigarette, you'll be able to recognize that something such as stress has triggered you to do this habit. And the way to get around this is not to get rid of the micro motivation because let's be honest how many people have lived a completely stress-free life the way to actually work with this is to one recognize that that motivation is there and that is a micro motivation two 
when you notice that craving there, you can then take a few moments to actually step back and think, could there be something else that you could do to replace the habit that you're not wanting to do? An example, once again, back to the smoking, could be instead of going outside and having the cigarette, perhaps you could just go for a five to seven minute walk, the average amount of time it takes to smoke a cigarette. And you may find that it's not exactly the same, but it does scratch the same itch to help relieve the stress that you're feeling at the time. Now, the second part of this is to look at the macro motivation or the bigger picture behind this habit that you're trying to break. So to continue with the topic of smoking, the bigger picture or the macro motivation behind stopping smoking could be plenty of different things. First of all, obviously your health is going to be affected the more you smoke. And so if you can start to really recognize the benefits to your body from not smoking, the improvement in your fitness, improved taste, reduction in issues with regards to your lungs or your heart in the long run, that's going to start to counteract some of the micro motivations whenever you feel that craving to have the cigarette. And other things could include, for example, financial. It's very expensive to smoke in Australia now, and with the money that you save from smoking, you can really put it towards a lot of positive things, both for yourself and, more importantly, for the people around you. And that goes into that topic we were talking about with motivations being more powerful when they involve people beyond yourself. So you can think about how much of an impact it might make to your partner or to your children for you to make the effort to stop smoking. So let's take it back more specifically to the behavior or habit that you're trying to cut out. And we're going to take it to the micro motivation initially. What are the triggers or short-term motivations that are provoking you or triggering you to want to behave in this manner. Have a good think about the last time you did this habit and what was going on before it happened. Was it boredom, hunger, stress, fatigue? Any of these things are common triggers for habits that we tend to do unconsciously. Now, once you've recognized that habit, the next time you get into this state, just notice when you are in this state and notice the urge to take the habit that you're trying to cut out. Even doing this and eventually going back to the habit that you want to stop is still a step in the right direction because you are now more aware of the situation that you're in. And the key with this mode of behavior change is repetition. So each time you engage in this, we could call it unhelpful habit, you can reflect on the motivation, the micro motivation that happened beforehand, and bit by bit, start to increase the pause between that trigger and the actual event. 
And over time, you might be able to start to replace the habit that you're trying to stop with a more helpful, healthier habit, as discussed with the smoking habit before. The second part is with regards to this habit, if you were to want to cut it out or change it into something more healthy, think about the macro motivation that will inspire you to do this and really try and involve people outside of yourself. Obviously, a big part of it is doing it for you, but we as humans are much better when there is an external motivator, particularly someone or something that means a lot more to us. This could be your family, your faith, or anything else beyond yourself. So I'll give you a few moments just to think about that as well. Okay, excellent. So let's recap a little bit of what we've just talked about today. First of all, we talked about motivation as the driving force for all of our thoughts and behaviors. And that the better we can understand our motivations, the better we can have them work for us rather than against us. We spoke briefly about micro motivations and macro motivations, the short term versus the long term. And how by recognizing what's going on in the short term, we can actually take advantage of the recognition of these triggers and use them to help us. And looking longer term, be able to actually pick goals and behaviors that are going to help us in the longer term. Now, listening to a 15-minute podcast once off may help put you in the right direction, but it's probably not going to make lasting change. The key is repetition. So my recommendation to you is to really try to focus on that one habit that you're trying to change this week. And when you wake up in the morning or before you go to bed, think about those triggers, those micro motivations and when they happen to you throughout the day and think about alternative actions that you can do when those things happen. And remind yourself at least once a day of the positive macro motivation that's going to really keep you going in the long run. And that's it. Thanks for listening to episode number five of the More Than Medicine podcast. And I'll speak to you next time. It's the More Than Medicine podcast with Dr. John.